Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Something else that a lot of people are talking about is the market. What is going on over the past couple of weeks? So, you know, is this that 10% correction that y'all have talked about over the past year? And if it is, Damon, Matt, do you suggest, do we just hang in there and ride it out? Or is it time to really start talking about protecting your assets? Well, it was interesting because we sent out a quarterly update video to all of our clients. So, you know, I put that together and, and we sent that out. And one of the things I talked about, and this was a week ago, um, before all of this kind of crazy volatility with the market happened, that I kind of compared and said, hey, where do we stand? When was the last time we had a 10% correction? And it had been over 600 days. And so I compared that to the longest periods of time in the stock market that we had not had one of those types of corrections. And it was about middle of the pack. So there were some days, some some periods of time where we had gone over a thousand days without having a 10% correction. But, you know, historically, those usually happen every two to 300 days. So, you know, again, it's not out of the out of the norm to have some volatility in the market like we're seeing. And so I always caution people to say, you know, people will, you know, occasionally will come and they'll be panicking about what's happening in the market at that time. But a 10% correction, you know, is not very uncommon. It's the fear and the panic that comes with that is, well, what if this is that 20% bear market or that 30 or 40 or 50% drop that many people have, you know, experienced and they've felt that pit in their stomach. And so that's what's really causing a lot of concern. And so, again, it's really tough to say which direction the markets are going because there's lots of different factors that are going into that. Most of the the angst and some of the volatility that's happening right now is all related to this inflation and what's interest rates going to do, how much is the Fed going to get involved. And, and so that's the big deal. And, and that's why they had their meeting this last week and we we're finally getting the news and that people are talking about that. And so... That's a big factor that the, the markets right now are trying to digest. And based on what that forecast looks like and what, what people believe that's going to do to the performance of their stock and their company, that's going to be the driving factor for the next couple of weeks with the market as it settles into kind of what we are now expecting from the Fed after they've come out and kind of given us some clarity. And so, you know, but bottom line, and I've had a couple conversations. So it's been an interesting week or two because, again, the markets are kind of crazy. And so a lot of people, you know, they'll think that we're our phones are just ringing off the hook. Yeah. And it's been really interesting because I've had about four or five conversations with clients. But when you compare that to the three and four hundred clients that we speak to and talk to on a regular basis, it's a pretty small percentage of people that are calling and saying, oh, my goodness, what's happening to the markets? And I was commenting to my wife about that. I was saying it's been really interesting to go through kind of this period of volatility and how little I've had to kind of talk clients off the ledge. Okay. And she was like, well, why is that? And I was like, you know, I really think that it comes down to the fact that we've had clients for so many years and they've experienced some of these ups and downs with us. And they now have confidence and know that we'll be able to navigate through that and make the right decisions. And so when the next one comes, they're not panicking or worried. They're like, oh, Damon and Matt have that. They've got the plan. We put this together. We diversified in the first place. And so we can weather this storm and we can go about living our lives. I don't need to bug them and I don't need to be stressing about this. And so it's just been really kind of eye-opening to kind of show the power of having a financial plan in place in a situation like this because 
the amount of fear and angst and worry is far less for our clients than what I've seen from a lot of other people that have come through my doors that don't have that type of plan in place that maybe had been super aggressive, maybe hadn't done rebalancing, maybe had been, you know, riding this wave with the stock market, but haven't made any adjustments. And now they're experiencing a huge drop in what their portfolio value is today versus what it was a couple of weeks ago. And so again, it's really important to have someone that you trust. It's really important to actually have a financial plan to be properly diversified and to making those minor adjustments and those corrections as you go along the way to navigate through some of this. And this is kind of one of those, again, wake up calls that people get a chance to say, oh, maybe I should be doing something different. 480-680-6868 uh, to reach out to the team at Acute Wealth Advisors. And, you know, Damon, that's kind of refreshing to hear that the phone's not ringing off the hook of people screaming the sky is falling. But at what point do you get concerned? You know, as as a fiduciary um, who is looking out for the best interest of our clients, um, you know, Matt and I take the market swings very seriously. And and yet at the same time, it, it's all about perspective. And, and what we have spent the last 20 years is building portfolios and building plans for people that are at a stage of life where preservation and consistency is their number one goal. Right. Um, growth is important because we know that they're going to live a long time and there's inflation. And, and so we're we're all about growth, but we're also understand and have built things into our portfolios to diversify so that when things, you know, when your tech stocks and the S&P is falling, you've got other things that are that are holding things up and, and maybe go in the other direction. And so there's, you know, like Matt said, there's not these, you know, rush to call acute wealth advisors because, the, you know, our clients are freaking out They're They know that there's a plan in place. We've talked to them about this is what happens when the market does go down. Here are the things that we look at and here's what we do. You know, we also do a lot of volunteering of our time because we are big believers that educating people about their finance gives them power to make good choices. And so, you know, in the last couple of weeks, both of us have sat in front of big groups of people who are concerned. When Matt was talking about the wake up call, it was it reminded me of this morning. I've got two of my girls that they have their alarm and I'm always telling them, you know, you need to make this alarm more abrupt. Right. Because I'll go in and they hear the, you know, da, 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 da. and every, you know, I walk in this morning and I hear it going off for like 10 minutes. You know, I'm in the other room reading. And so I come over and I'm and I flip on the light real quick and they like jump out of bed and they're like, whoa, you know, like that. And and a lot of the people right now with the volatility in the market, if they've taken a look at their portfolios, probably feel a little bit like the lights just got switched on from a dead sleep because they've been used to some really good growth and haven't really been like, you know, everything's good. And then all of a sudden we see this kind of volatility and we see a swing of, you know, in, in a five days period of time of 6% down and then 4% up. And, and so people, if they don't have a good plan in place and aren't sure if they're diversified or if they're seeing losses and they're freaking out a little bit, then it probably means that they either don't have the education and don't understand how their plan's going to work, or they probably don't have a plan. And we can't stress enough how important it is to, to really create a plan for retirement you know, and don't wait till the last minute because your plan will perform a lot better. Your options will be so much more, you know, regardless of tax changes, market changes, you know, life changes, if you have a plan in place, than not having one at all. 
That's the importance of creating that plan, 480-680-6868. If you can't write that down right now, just put a Google on it, Acute Wealth Advisors, and give the team a call. And Damon, I want to go back to something you said a couple of minutes ago about being a fiduciary. And we hear that a lot, especially this time of the year that we're into tax season. Refresh us. What is a fiduciary and why is it so important? So uh, there's there's kind of two distinctions here. Uh, one, anyone that's working with someone's money has a fiduciary responsibility to do good, right? To watch out for the money. But um, a true fiduciary is a fiduciary by license, meaning they're a registered investment advisor who by law, according to the SEC, when they come in and do audits of your accounts and things, they're not only looking to see that that the investments that you have suggested are a good fit for the client's uh, risk tolerance, but also they're looking to make sure that they're not overpriced uh, and have high fees and all those types of things. They, they literally have to look at investments in multiple different ways and put the client's needs ahead of our own. But with a broker-dealer license, the loyalty is to the company because it's the bottom line is the company. Whereas as a, as a true fiduciary, the, the loyalty, the, the honor goes to the client and putting their needs literally ahead of, of your own and trying to make sure that, that everything works, works well together and is in their best interest. 480-680-6868. And we are officially into tax season and the IRS kicked things off by throwing up a red flag and saying, hey, look, 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 you're not going to get your refund like you traditionally are used to. So there will be delays. And I think this is another reason that we preach every week here on Success in the New Retirement, the importance of having that tax strategy. Yeah, I mean, again, there's two killers that are that a lot of people don't focus on when it comes to their portfolios, their retirements, and what's going to make it that your money is going to last. The two big killers are fees, because people don't realize what they're paying in fees on their accounts. A lot of people come in our office and think their 401k is free, that it's this great benefit their company is providing them, but they're actually paying a bunch in fees. And then the other one is taxes. Again, people do not realize that if you make some strategic decisions, you can save all kinds of money in what you're paying Uncle Sam. And what that means is, again, if you have a 401k that's got a million bucks in it in some IRA or a 401k that's all tax deferred money, depending on what your tax bracket is, as you're taking that money out, that account may be worth 900,000. It may be worth 850. It may be worth 750,000, depending on what you're actually paying in taxes. So if you look at that IRA and you're like, oh my gosh, I've got a million bucks. I feel really good about retirement. But then you step back and if you're not real efficient, you're not doing the right things, it's truly only worth $750,000 because Uncle Sam and the state's going to take their cut. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, maybe you don't feel as confident, but if you could put some strategies in place that now that count is truly worth eight hundred dollars or eight hundred and fifty dollars or 900000 that's a big difference. Again, those are tens of thousands of dollars in your pocket that pay for the extra expenses in retirement, the trips, the fun things. It pays for those pay raises that you're gonna need because inflation's so high. Those are the ways that you become really efficient. So if you can focus on fees and taxes, again, often or ignored, but really important, that will make a huge difference in what you actually get to spend, what you actually have in your pocket to pay for your retirement needs. And so we spend a lot of time with clients helping them become efficient in those areas because it makes a big difference in how long their money will last. You know, um, as Matt was talking, Mark, uh, I was thinking about, you know, a CPA versus, you know, a, a retirement tax specialist. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, I, I was thinking, have you ever bought something, you know, that you really wanted and you're happy about it until you find out that your best friend or somebody else bought the same thing at half the price you did? Right. Right. It, it feels pretty crappy. And a lot of times people do taxes. They don't like doing it, but they love getting a refund and, and that feels good. And to get the taxes done feels good. But if down the road you realized, oh, crap, I gave away 12 percent more than I should have right to uncle Sam back then it, then it feels kind of like that. Oh, I could have got a way better deal mm -hmm. and CPAs are trained primarily. And you know, if you're out there listening to CPA, don't kill me. Um, you're tra they're trained to save you money today because they want to make their clients happy and say, look how much money I saved you today in these taxes. And this is how much you're going to get back. But if at the end of the day with like Matt was saying, if retirees or people approaching retirement have 80, 60, 70, 80% of their portfolios that have never been taxed. And if they could be doing some, making these strategic decisions that he's talking about, which don't just happen overnight, you have to have a plan in place. And normally it takes some time to strategically tax plan so that by the time you get to retirement, you may have been able to remove a big portion of those dollars that are taxable at pretty low rates. And that's where we come in and educating our clients. We're not going to do your taxes for you, but we're going to look at things and be able to, to help you understand. Did you know that right now, even in your current situation while you're working, that you, you're a great candidate to convert $10,000 or $15,000 a year at a rate of 12% that potentially could save you 12% or 10% or even 5% because we believe taxes are going to go up. And how do we, you know, how do we come to that conclusion? We understand I've been watching taxes for 20 years. And we understand that the current rates are extremely low, but are scheduled to change and our debts high. And so, you know, income taxes is the primary place they're going to go to, to fix our national debt. And so the writing's on the wall. And, and so that's where, you know, again, looking at things strategically, building a plan that helps you do it properly, right? Because you try to do this all at once, then you defeat the purpose and you're going to end up in a really high tax bracket. But doing it strategically is going to help you down the road and give you so many more options to keep more money in your pocket than Uncle Sam. And I think there was a study, right, Mark, that you wanted to talk about that kind of talked about how much taxes, you know, retirees are paying or the, just the percentages? Yeah, this came from the AARP. It said that Americans who are 50 and older make up just 35% of the population, but pay almost 60% of all federal income taxes. Do you agree? Like, do you see that? Is that fair? Is that there's some truth? Well, there's that? some there's some crazy numbers. Again, it's something like 43% of all U.S. citizens don't pay anything in tax, which means you know, 57% is paying the whole bill. And then there's crazy numbers like the top 1% pay like 50 or 60% of all of the taxes. So bottom line is if you have prepared for retirement and you have wealth, you are going to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. And again, we tell all of our clients, look, if you're paying taxes, it means you're living a really nice life. You've, you've got a good standard of living and you're going to enjoy your retirement. So it's not a bad thing to be paying taxes, but what we always tell them is let's try to pay as little as possible. Let's pay our fair share. Let's pay what's required. Let's not break any laws, but let's not you know, pay extra. Let's not leave a tip to the IRS. Let's keep as much of that money in our pocket. And so that's where it comes down to it. Again, you know, a lot of the wealthy people, they get, they get ragged on because you know, they do these tax strategies to lower their tax bill. Well, again, they're just trying to be strategic. Mm -hmm. But you, know, you, got, you got Elon Musk. They said that Elon Musk in, in last year 
paid $13 billion or just over $12 billion, almost $13 billion in taxes. That is a lot of tax. He's like, hey, everybody. I, so so did Elizabeth Warren still give him grief saying that he needed to pay more? Yeah, it was like, I mean, that's yeah. a lot of money. Wow. I don't know if you realize how much a billion dollars is. And he just gave 13 you know, billion dollars in taxes. That is a lot of well, money. Now you can see why I moved from California to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this as we uh, continue to talk a tax strategy here on success in the new retirement. Why is it, Damon, that so many people, once they hit retirement, they think that taxes are either going to go away or reduce dramatically. Their income typically goes down, right? They they stop working. And so, you know, a lot of times if there were high wage earners, they're, what they need, if they prepared properly, goes down. And so they think, oh, I'll be in a lower tax bracket. And yet, you know, all along, you know, people haven't been well educated about Roth IRAs. So many people haven't you know, created some tax um, diversification. You know, we talk about diversification and everything else. But we don't talk about it in taxes and having some tax diversification, different buckets of money that are going to be taxed in different ways gives you more options based on how the laws are going to change going forward. And so people kind of think, oh, I'm just going to come down. And then, you know, they don't have businesses anymore. A lot of times they sell them off or they retire. And so they think, well, what can I do? Right. I just I guess I have to just file and pay what I'm going to pay. But, you know, we're here to say no. Right. There are things that you can do. And there's the environment right now is is really primed for people to have some good opportunities to save some money in tax. But you've got to be proactive about doing it. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.